0: Everything we've done led up to right now, right now, because legacy are full of legends. You can become a legend today, boys. Put your stamp on history. Put your stamp on a legacy. It is going to take all of us, all of us. Men, be not afraid. Do not be afraid to be a legend.
1: Welcome to OpA Podcast, episode 22. I'm one of your hosts, Jason O., Antoine Winfield is still amazing.
0: My name is Lawrence. I guess everyone's complaining about pass interference, but not about delay of game. Guy
1: Griffin. Wyatt is unfortunately not here tonight, but we'll proceed on. Uh, first, we're going to recap the Minnesota versus Penn State game from last weekend, and, oh, beautiful. Um, that's it. I, I've I've
0: learned now there's nothing more terrifying than Tanner Morgan the week directly following a bye week.
2: <laughs> well, today was the 15th all-time meeting with, with Penn State. The Gophers are trailing in the series nine to six, but they're four and four in Minneapolis. Uh... Improved to 9-0, first place in the Big Ten West. Penn State is now 8-1, uh, 5-1 and in the Big Ten East. The win was Minnesota's first home victory against the top five opponents. since upsetting number one Michigan, 16-0, on October 22nd, 1977. And the game marked the 17th time Minnesota faced an opponent when both schools were ranked in the top 25 of the AP Top 25. And um,
1: in the CFB, we're ranked 8th now, and Penn State is now at 9.
2: So basically, hey. we're good. Because um, now we finally played a real team. The a real team is hilarious, because now we
0: have more quality wins than the two teams immediately ahead of us. Actually, no, like the three immediately ahead of us, all of whom have one loss, but, you know...
1: We're fine. We're just, fine. Just some stats here. So, um, for quarterback play, Sean Clifford was 23 for 43, 300 Ass. yards. <laughs> 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 One touchdown and three interceptions.
2: Throwing the ball at the ground, the only receiver that the only receivers that could catch for him were Fryermuth and Hamler. Ross was dropping them in the end zone. He was throwing balls into the turf.
0: Yeah, Joe Uncle Uncle Joe had him scared. Uncle Joe. Ooh, he was seeing ghosts. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember what was it? That uh QB draw that it took him three seconds to run the ball. Like, I'm not saying I wasn't grateful, but at the same time, I was watching, I'm like, Sean, run the ball. <laughs>
1: But then our Lord and Savior, Tanner Morgan, is 18 for 20 for 339 yards, three touchdowns with 17 yards average per pass. And Chris Ivan
0: Bell should have caught that ball, (laughs) one of those balls that were uh, Chris Ivan Bell should have caught that. But you know,
1: we'll take that. But then uh, Rashad Bateman had a field day, seven receptions for 203 yards. And then Ty uh, had seven receptions for 104 yards. And Chris Oppenbell had three for 31, but all three have caught touchdowns.
2: Look, I I love talking about the Gophers and our offense, but I also like talking about Penn State's failures a little bit more. So the Nittany Lions uh, committed their first red zone turnover this season. Thank you, Jordan Howden. (laughs) Penn State entered the game ranked second nationally, allowing 68.4 rush yards per game. Minnesota rushed 19 times for 81 yards in the first half alone and finished with 121 and a TD on 40 rushes.
1: By Mr. Seth Green.
2: Thank you. Uh... And they had not allowed a first-quarter touchdown all season, and they allowed two. <laughs> so, that's just what I like to talk about. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm learning from uh, LaRaz on how to be petty. Hey,
0: hey, being petty, it's good. You know what I realized watching that game is Penn State played a defense that as much as I know, Penn State fans wouldn't want to hear this was very akin to Michigan, which is to say, against an offense that can't hit them back, it's fine. Which is why they were like second in the nation in sacks, and and everyone was just horrible because their entire idea of defense is. We're going to send everyone to each your quarterback, and we are going to trust our four- and five-star athletes in the secondary (laughs) to play man on your receivers. What they didn't know, and I don't know why they didn't know this, because in James Franklin's uh, freaking press conferences all week, he had said, without a doubt, Minnesota has the best receiving core they faced. For some reason, they decided we're gonna put Tariq Castro Fields on Rashad Bateman
2: and see what happens. They and also after... decided that they were wanting to blitz on the first drive. Yeah.
1: Which Tanner picked up
2: easily and it slung
1: it to Rashad for sixty six yards for a tutty.
2: It's so easy for Sirotka and Rossi to both see that. The corner comes up. the DB goes on to Tyler Johnson because I, I don't blame him for picking up Tyler Johnson but the free safety can't get over in time to Rashad Bateman. 4 four speed mm, bye. okay bye. Uh, you know that, that's also... just that's
0: just too easy. You were just playing pitch and catch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also... I... Gosh. I think the unsung heroes of this game were our running backs picking
2: up the blitz. They... Rodney, he's taking some
0: heat. He... I said they brought that corner... That... First touchdown, they brought that corner blitz. And Rodney said, you shall not pass. And I said, that's my running back right there. That that right there. Also, Curtis Dunlap. We've given him crap this year. But Curtis Dunlap was eating this game. And I have never been more proud. Watching him and Daniel Fa'alele, yes, pancake dudes, made my life better. I My skin got cleared, my checkbook got balanced. Like It was beautiful. Micah Parsons was like, huh? You tour gross matos. I don't think we heard his name once. (laughs) Just
2: just at the beginning when they told him he wasn't starting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And also, I'm just confused at this point. And I I feel bad for Penn State in this sense. Um, Why do people keep throwing anywhere near Antoine Winfield? Why?
2: You don't have to throw anywhere near Antoine Winfield. He will just show up.
0: I mean that's fair. but that first play, the first interception, what did he think was gonna happen?
2: <laughs> he thought a receiver other than K.J. Hamler was gonna make a play.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: yeah. um, and side note. And I put this in my Facebook cover photo, but um, is there a particular reason why Jahan Dotson decided to fall at the five-yard line on that last really big passing play that Penn State had? I don't know, but I ain't mad. I'm, I'm not mad at him, but I mean... as I said, I am convinced that the ghost of Prince tripped him. I am convinced. You cannot prove me otherwise.
1: Is this the play you're talking about, that they're complaining about pass interference? A no. Big? No, it was no, this was the... like
2: the 70-yard run across the field. Right. Oh, hit yeah. him right.
0: Hit him right there, and I forget who was, but somebody missed the tackle. St. Joseph he... St. Goose missed the tackle, and dude was off to the races, and then he tripped (laughs) at, like, the five. And I was like...
2: (laughs) Let that
1: purple rain fall, boys.
0: I was like, it was the ghost of Prince. That is all.
1: Um, But much like the team...
0: Uh, can we move on from this? Because that championship season is over. We got our bail. Yep.
1: We're now O and O in the was in the Iowa season. Um, so your eighth-ranked Minnesota Golden Gophers are facing the 2020 Iowa Hawkeyes at Kinnick this Saturday at 3 p.m. Central kickoff. Um, the Vegas lines are that they're favoring Iowa three points, and then the over under is 45.
0: That's a lot of points. It is. That over-under should be 20. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I am certain. Not certain. I am 80% sure we lose this weekend.
1: Now, what makes you say that?
0: Because this is the most dangerous version of Iowa. A meaningless game against a top 10 team in November at Kinnick. It's the most dangerous version of Iowa because they have nothing left to lose. Because they're going bowling, it's just a question of whether they're going to be going to New York or Florida. They know they can't win the West so they just want to ruin somebody's
1: season. And that's us.
0: And what would give a Hawkeye fan more joy than ruining Minnesota's perfect season? What would be more perfect, Jason? Nothing. (laughs) Like and I know all of the Wisconsin fans in the world are praying for Iowa this weekend. All of that energy is going into helping Iowa pull this thing off. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to lose this game for no real reason.
1: No nah, man. We're 0-0 in the Iowa championship season. We're going to make sure we work our butts off to make sure we're 1-0 by the end of this Saturday.
0: Oh, and then there's the other thing where uh, there is going to be a certain someone lined up right across from Sam Schluter uh, this particular game. His name is A.J. Epinesa, or as Sam Schluter called him last year, Daddy.
2: Who? Who?
0: A.J. Epinesa (laughs) is a problem. (laughs) This dude is a problem. He's basically Chase Young Light. He's Diet (laughs) Chase Young. (laughs) (laughs) And last year, much like Illinois got Rob Smith fired, A.J. Epinesa Got Sam Schluter benched, so that's gonna be fun.
2: If we can get the ball out as fast as Tanner did this past game, I don't see too much of an issue.
0: Yeah, yeah, but see the, the difference between Iowa and Penn it's those State, it's
2: those hip workouts inspired by Dak.
0: <laughs> those wava uh, hip A- workouts. A- 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 <laughs> exactly. I'm. Um, no, the difference between Iowa and Penn State is that I was not stupid. I was saying we just gonna play zone, and we're just gonna make you just Mar- They're playing our defense, or rather, we're playing their defense, and it's at some point they're gonna assume Tanner Morgan's gonna fuck up, which I think is a fair assessment. It's a good assumption. We did the same thing with Sean Clifford. Just assume if you keep him going for a 10-12 play drive, he's going to mess up at some point. So they're going to play zone. They're not going to be dumb enough to play man on our receivers because last year, even though they won, two of our receivers went over 100 yards. So they know how terrifying we are. So they're not going to do that. My question is, what's Iowa's defense going to do? Because they're basically a slightly better Northwestern.
1: You mean offense?
0: Offense, rather, is a slightly better Northwestern.
2: <laughs> you just nice pissed family. off a lot of Iowa fans with that comment.
0: <laughs> um, he ain't wrong. Is I, I mean. It, when you have trouble scoring on Rutgers, oh, when you have trouble scoring on Perdont oh, and now when you have trouble scoring on Penn State, we scored more points against Penn State in the first quarter than I would did in the entire game against Penn State. Let's be more clear. We scored more points against Penn State in the first two drives than Iowa scored against Penn State in the entire game. I don't even know why I mentioned that anyway.
1: So then what are the keys of the game? And if the Gophers have to win this game, what are the keys from all of us? Maybe Griffin will start.
2: Offense, because I'm not worried about our defense stopping Nate Stanley. They don't have uh, Hawkinson. They don't have Noah Fant. They don't... I mean, they have Smith... What's what's his name? Smith Marciette?
0: Yeah. Amir Smith Marciette.
2: I mean, he's I. Right, but we got our whole defense. And we got Joe Rossi and Kirk Soraka... In their respective rooms watching film, I ain't too worried Lawrence. um also oh. uh, I want to add um red zone offense to this because even though we're doing I, I think that if we want to come out of Kinnick with a win, we will need touchdowns not field goals
0: mm. mm-hmm. uh, um. I'm going. I am going to take the approach that I'm sure Penn State wanted to do before they realized that Antoine Winfield Jr. was all about giving them that smoke. um, And say, score quickly, score often, and hang in there because the easiest way to deal with a horribly disgusting home crowd that I was going to have for this game, which is something Minnesota has not experienced yet this year, because this is going to be the first hostile environment that not only knows, that Minnesota is good but still thinks their team has a shot. Like, they knew the chances of them beating Penn State was pretty low. But they knew Penn State was good. They know that Minnesota is good, but they think they have a shot and I don't blame them. Minnesota has to take the energy that went into that historic win against Penn State. Double it. Think about revenge. Take in the fact that somehow, at number eight in the country, we are still underdogs on a team that can't score. And just go out firing. I don't know. I... I imagine they're going to take away our wide receivers in this game. So
1: we're going to see. It has to be a running back day. Uh, uh. Actually, that was what I was going to say. Make this a game for running backs to get back into things. Because Penn State, um, you know, they sort of took a step back. Because we, we all knew Penn State has a really good run defense. So it was grinding yards. So I think this is the game where Rodney, Shannon, and Moe we'll get back to, like, you know, 100 yards each kind of player game. And that's going to be vital. Also, uh, Rodney Smith,
0: good chance he'll go over 1,000 yards this weekend, which is great. Congrats. Uh, There's an equally likely chance that uh, Rashad could go over 1,000 yards receiving this weekend. Who does it first? Let's see who I will want to beat them. Rodney. <laughs> I, I said, I don't know now. Griffin, who would you rather... If you were an opposing defense, would you rather Minnesota Beachy running
2: them over or air rating you? Air raiding because they've been trying to tackle Rodney for the past six years. (laughs) You right. You
0: right. You're right. I know. I for me, I'm like, I would much rather Minnesota beat you running the ball only because it would mean very long sustained drives as opposed to 14 points in, like, three minutes.
1: And eat the clock.
0: And I'm like, cool, you want to take a 12-play drive? Fine, we can do it right back. But if it's, like, score, score, shoot, <laughs> nah, I, I'm having to be, I am bracketing everyone. <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna trust my front four to at least hold them to like six yards of carry. Anyway, can we do predictions? Cause I gotta go.
1: Yep. So Wyatt says twenty-eight, twenty-four Gophers on top. I say twenty-one, seventeen
2: Iowa. Um, let's go. 34, 20, Gophers. 31, 28, Golden Gophers.
0: Our defense going to let Iowa score 28 points.
2: Yeah, garbage time.
1: Second <laughs> like team defense. That's disrespectful anyway. Well, that's all I needed. All right. Uh, this is going to end this episode of OpA Pocket, episode twenty-two. So thanks for joining us, everyone. And again, I'm one of your hosts, Jason O.
0: LaRon's going to Pasadena, Geiber.
2: Griffin, I'm gonna be freezing my butt off at Kinnick this weekend. Most. And we'll see you guys next time. And O, O. o.